So they lived there here like the first year of their marriage, but they came here in the summer. Oh, they, they didn't know gotcha. about the rest of the Welcome to the Exploring Washington State podcast. Here's your host, Scott Cowan. All right, Melody, thank you for having me. Thank you for making me coffee. I mean, anybody that makes me coffee is a friend. Oh, anytime. I got to put the Keurig that my dad sent me to use. Okay, well, thanks, Melody's dad. Thank you. Yeah. Um, So (laughs) let's get started. I'm going to ask you, why don't you... So we're all about Washington State here. You're in Washington State, but you're not from here. You're here now. And you're a singer-songwriter. There's got to be a story there. There is. Let's hear it. I don't know. It's a long one. <laughs> we got lots of tape. <laughs> well, in 19... No. Um, well, um, I was born in Texas. Okay. My dad was a pastor back in the Bible Belt. And oh. he he taught me how to play uh, music by ear. Um, but then he started writing books, actually. So now he's an author. He's a historian. Oh. Um, but... Blah, blah, blah. We end up back in St. Louis where my parents are from. They're high school sweethearts. We got a huge Irish Catholic family there, 70 cousins. You know, went to the all-girls Catholic high school. Um, is it working? Yeah, it's, it's working. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. And then um, <laughs> I, I fell in love when I was like 17 with this Marine Jag, who's probably going to be the president someday. And he was moving to Washington, D.C. So I thought, oh, I'll get into a a journalism program in D.C. and be near this guy. So I did somehow, even though I don't know if I was good at journalism or even if my grades were somehow the essay I wrote must have been really compelling. (laughs) Okay. End up in D.C., study journalism, but it's a lot of like dying and shooting and talking about that. And it depressed me and I would want to put little poems in and they'd say, well, that's not journalism. Like cut it down. So moved back to St. Louis, heartbroken because it didn't work out with the Marine he did come back in my life like a thousand times after that. That's a long story. <laughs> but uh, moved back, started cocktail waitressing, went to flight attendant school. Um, that didn't last long because I ran late for flight attendant school. Oh, yeah. You can't be late. No. And so there I am. I'm like, that's it. I'm just going to write a novel about my heartbreak and and be this cocktail waitress. And my dad's like, well, you've got this brochure to audition for this conservatory in New York. Maybe you should just go. I'm like, no, dad, I'm going to be a novelist. I'm going to be Bukowski. Like, <laughs> he's like, no, you should go. So we go, I get in, I moved to New York city and I start doing theater. Okay. And, um, live in a hotel. They had like a floor for, um, the students at the New Yorker, the 14th. Cause they don't have a 13th floor. Right. Yeah. Right. Did that, did that. But started getting into music and would write songs on the side, play little jazz gigs. I meet this jazz pianist from France. He's there playing some gigs. We fall in love. We go to Mar- went to Marsalis's apartment. We all jam out. He convinces me to move to Paris with him. And it's winter in New York, and it's I'm broke and cold. And so I agree, breaking my father's heart. Okay, <laughs> he wanted me to be a famous actress, and so I moved to Paris and we play jazz. Um, on the streets and in festivals, me and my French boyfriend, and we drink wine and we walk around naked. And we actually, we did play at a nudist camp. Okay. All right. Um, got to play Paris Fashion Week, did the whole jazz, started writing our own songs. 
blah, blah, blah. The Marine comes back in the picture and says, you're the one. So I drop everything in France because I'm still probably a stupid 18-year-old girl inside. And I move to L.A. and I get a record deal for the songs with the French boyfriend while staying with the Marines family trying to figure out if we're going <laughs> to. So the Frenchman comes over, you know, we get this record deal with Pat Boone, ironically. He's the guy who signed this. Pat Boone signed Pat you. Boone, yeah. I, <laughs> I sing to him in his office. He says, I'll put out your record. But of course, they're not set up to put out like contemporary records. Right. So it's an odd situation. Doesn't do much. Okay. <laughs> um, Frenchie and I break up. I'm living in L.A. by myself now. So I'm like, what now? So long story, get a manager that I actually meet via playing Via a wall. I was listening in through a wall to people writing songs. They dropped a name. I Googled it. Googled that person's manager. He became my manager. I start playing on the street. I start playing in a hotel lounge. He starts setting me up with sessions. He worked. He was Ryan Tedder's agent. I get in the songwriting world, get my first publishing deal and start writing for like bigger people. Hillary Duff and Kelly Rowland and. Michael Buble and Pink. But the hard thing is, is you can write a thousand songs and even Pink can record one. But will she put it out? It's like, so it's just like, it's, it's an amazing business, but it's heartbreaking because you get so close and it's so hard to break through. And even if they do put it out, is it a hit? Right. So, so has anybody put out any of your stuff? Yeah. Like I've had Kelly Rowland put it out. Um, Hillary Duff put some stuff out, you know, Michael Buble's, got one that he might put out it's like that kind of thing Burt Bacharach put it out but there's so many that are still just you know sitting there right and so I started putting out my own stuff and that did even better than all the stuff for the other people so did that for a while um I feel like I'm just I'm really blabbering. No, it's interesting because it sounds like a it sounds like a made for TV drama show. Uh, yeah, you know, the, it does, the, right? the the Jag and the French guy and then Paris, you know, Paris See, smart. Jag. That's yeah, right. yeah, and and you know, and then but now we're in LA and you're you're a songwriter and you in, in pink and Michael Bublé and you dropped a name in there, which I'm gonna come back to. We'll leave it for now. And it's it's fascinating. It, it, it's just fascinating. But in theme of the show, how'd you end up here? Right. So the publishers say, um, you should go right in Nashville. We think you'd do well there. They send me to Nashville. I go to a baseball game. I meet this guy. We fall in love. I get pregnant. Ah. Like unexpectedly um, in like a month. And so then it's like, well, here we go. Next chapter. We, his job moves us back to L.A., um, but he's from Washington. Okay. So his whole family lives up here. Then the music business takes a real hit. Um, his company sells. We move back to Nashville because <laughs> he's going to start like a new career. And then he's finally like, you know what? This is too hard. We don't have any support. Let's move to Washington where my family is. And that was kind of the end of our relationship. <laughs> Yet here we are. But but here you are in Washington. And I do love it. Ironically, I never planned on being here. I don't know anyone. Had you ever been here before? Only with him. Okay. But when my parents first got married, they left St. Louis and they went on this honeymoon drive. And my dad said, well, stop wherever you want. 
And they kept going all the way to Washington. Okay. And that's actually my mom goes, this is where I want to live. So they lived there here like the first year of their marriage, but they came here in the summer. Oh, like, <laughs> gotcha. About the rest of the Gotcha. So they left soon after. <laughs> now, now, come on. In all fairness, Western Washington's that way. Eastern Washington's got real, real weather. Are you from Eastern Washington? I'm from here. Okay. I grew up maybe two miles from where we're sitting. Really? Yeah. Where? Uh, off of Canyon Road. So did you go to like Piala Pie? I went or? to Franklin Pierce. Was it good? No, it was horrible. Couldn't, oh. could not wait to leave. Really? Oh yeah. I graduated high school and went to college immediately. Why left. was it so bad? Just small towny or? I just, what? I did not like Tacoma. Really? I did not. Was it dangerous back then? No, no, it was just boring. It was, I mean, it was, I mean, to me as a 17, 18 year old kid, it was boring. So I went to Ellensburg, you know. Where's that? Middle middle of the state, you know. Is that more exciting? No, not at all. But it's where (laughs) I went to college. And then, you know. What college is there? Central Washington University. Okay. And so that was my, uh, my freshman year was the best six years of my life. Really? Yeah. 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 Yeah, I I had I, I enjoyed myself in Ellensburg and then moved to Seattle. What's the vibe of Central Washington? Is it like is it really liberal? Well, this was a is long time ago. Like, long long like? time ago. Okay, long years ago. Um, Central's Ellensburg is really noted for the Ellensburg Rodeo. They have a really large rodeo on Labor Day weekend. Oh. So and then there's a lot of ranches around it. That sounds pretty much like here. Why'd you? No, no, no. It's it was very small town. Very so you small. You left town. a small town to go to a smaller town. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, don't judge. Um, this is about you, not me. Um, and, and then moved to Seattle and lived in Seattle for 25 years or so. And what were you doing there? Uh, myriad of jobs. And then uh, life brought me back to Tacoma. Um, cause I my, love Tacoma, ironically. And Tacoma's improved a ton. So okay. so let me get it before anybody hates me for saying I don't like Tacoma because whenever I speak my mind, they, they know. But no, Tacoma's improved a ton. Don't get me wrong. Um, but we left Tacoma about four years ago, moved to Wenatchee, which is just north of Ellensburg in the center of the state I on the Columbia. About some fires there. Yeah. So how's it doing? Um, it's fine. Okay. Yeah. So, so you're here, you like Tacoma. How's, so how's the music business for you in Tacoma? I mean, I'm going to guess it doesn't matter where you are now, as long as you've got a, a, a sure SM7B and an internet connection. That's pretty much how it is. Um, during the pandemic actually was the best my career has ever been. Cause, uh, you know, I'm a, a single mom. Usually single moms don't get a chance to play on alt radio um, right. because you have to be on tour. And so people think, oh, well, you can't go on tour. You're a single mom, which is not true. And I hope that changes. But I still it's a still blurry line of how much I should show that I'm a mom, like even on social media. Like mm-hmm. It's very it's interesting because they'll instantly put you in a box. But because there was no touring, they just heard the song and they're like, oh, this is a really cool song and started spinning it on the end mm-hmm. and um, K-Rock and it became the song of the month or something here, the featured song of the month on the end. And it was just really cool. And then I did get to open for this guy, Andrew McMahon. Um, he was from Jack's Mannequin at some drive-in tours. Okay. So it was like COVID or the pandemic, it kind of worked in my favor and- Um, but yeah, now it's a little different. Things are opening up and I am feeling the difference of, oh, if I was in LA, I could be playing gigs at all these venues I know, or Nashville, I could be writing with all these producers I know. So I'm trying to now branch out and see, all right, what's here? Like music wise, Mm -hmm. what, you know, how am I going to make this sustainable as a musical person? (laughs) 
Right. So. Well, I mean, I think that's isn't that the the twenty four thousand dollars, sixty four thousand dollars question? We how are we yeah. going to how are we going to make a living doing what yeah. the the thing? Yeah. So, how would you describe your music currently? Uh, right now, I'd say it's indie alt rock singer okay. songwriter. <laughs> indie alt rock singer. And where do you walk me through? Because I am not musical. I love music. Okay. I am yeah. not allowed. To touch a musical instrument because I will, <laughs> it will break. I'm not allowed to don't sing. Touch my piano, then. Yeah, I will not touch your piano. I don't sing. The fact that I'm, it, microphone is worried about me. You got a great voice for podcasts. I have a face for radio and I can talk, but I can't sing. <laughs> no, so not what? True, not true. No, I can't sing. Trust me. <laughs> trust me. Just. Except you do have something on your face right now. It's like, uh, I'm, no, I'm just knows. kidding. Okay. <laughs> Glad this is an audio-only program, folks. She's making fun of me. It's a beard. He has yeah, a beard it's on a his beard. face. Yeah, COVID. COVID. So, you trimmed your beard since I met you. It used to be pointy. Uh, Yeah, it's been trimmed. Yeah, okay. okay. Uh, it's still... Okay. <laughs> One of my favorite things to do is make people feel really awkward. That's awesome. You're throwing me off. I love it. So what's your process for... How are you writing? Because here's the thing. You, you say you're writing all these songs and they're being... You're... you're, you're I'm oversimplifying probably, but you know, you don't just call Michael Buble up and go, Hey dude, I got a no, song. No. So how are you, obviously your songwriting has something that someone is going, Hey, so-and-so needs to listen to this. Yeah. This is a good fit for Mr. X or Mrs. Y. How do you get your inspiration to do this? Sounds What's like a cool band. Yeah. So how are you doing this? Huh? Um, well, I have a publisher. Mm-hmm. This is my second publisher. I'm with spirit music music publishing. So they're really the gatekeepers. It's really hard to not have a publisher or someone in your corner, a manager, um, an agent, you know, because it's so competitive out there. Right. Um, so I've been doing a lot of writing for film and TV lately. That's super competitive also. And I'm new at that, but so I'll just, you know, when I feel emotional, which okay, I do like for a week out of every month, really emotional. <laughs> Pretty much, I'm serious. <laughs> you know, I'll uh, I'll sit down at the piano, or I'll be trying to fall asleep and can't sleep. I'll record a voice memo, or I'll just have a song come to me while I'm driving in the car, or occasionally, you know, I'm smoking a <clears throat> cigarette, mm-hmm. which I shouldn't. Very bad. All mm-hmm. you kids out there, do not smoke. But you know, like uh, an idea will come, and I'll record it, and then if I have a session with a producer that they set me up with. I'll bring that idea in. And if they like it, we'll work on it. They'll produce it up, make it awesome. Then if my publishers think it's sick, then they'll pitch it to an artist or to a movie, you know, that's a whole process. And even if they do like it, it's like a 0.0001% that (laughs) the movie will choose it. Sure. And then, and then maybe it gets 30 seconds in, you know, it's a a snippet, but still it's gotta be cool to, to say, you know, you know, I was, well, I think it's awesome for you to be able to say, well, the name I, I have a question. Yeah. That's the question (laughs) that I have that, you know, I keep dancing around, but how did you, how were you introduced to this, this, okay. For everyone that's younger than me, they probably don't know who the man is, but highly prolific, highly respected. One of my favorite musicians of all time wrote with him and that's Elvis Costello. Yeah. And Elvis Costello said nothing but great things about Burt Backrack. Yeah. So not that I know Elvis. I never met Elvis Costello. But the point is, is that here's this man who's kind of revered. Definitely. And you write with him. or and So 
How did that happen? I was even th- I was thinking like, should I call him right now? But I don't want to put him on the spot. <laughs> That'd be but bizarre. He does, he does call me just to check on me. Like that's how caring he is, right? And kind. Like once once you meet him, he he cares about people, you know. And right. he's ninety three. Um, but it's funny you brought up Elvis Costello because when I talk to him about that, he'll say that's. He'll say he thinks that some of his greatest work that he ever did was that album with Elvis Costello that yeah. won a Grammy, I believe. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he's very proud of that album with Elvis. Yeah. So how did, how were you introduced to him? My, my old publisher. Um, so I'd make little songs on Instagram. I was doing this thing. I still do it sometimes. It's called a thousand songs for a thousand strangers. I just oh. thought of it. Okay. It actually really ended up opening a lot of doors along the way because I'll just meet people, make up a song about them, sparks conversation. Um, but I did some one for someone online and I did this guy's in love, but I did this girl's in love. Right. And my publisher was surprised I knew that song. He's like, how do, how do you know that? I'm like, oh, I, I love Burt Bacharach. It was my mom's favorite artist. Okay. My mom would always play the Carpenters, you know, and sing oh. me, why do birds suddenly be? And, um, so he's like, well, I know Bert. I, I wrote a song with Bert for, with Cheryl Crow. And so he's like, I'll try to put you in touch. So he put me in touch with his secretary, um, slash agent, slash manager, <laughs> slash everything. Right. This wonderful British woman. But, you know, it was like, we had to keep following up, keep following up. Like he's hard to get to, you know? Um, and finally she's like, well, you know, if you're in the area, you could stop by and, and meet him and see how it goes. So I was so nervous, you know, I, I was like, what do I bring to Burt Bacharach? So I like made him a painting. I was like, okay. I, I just painted him an abstract painting. I, I didn't know what do you give the guy? It was everything and was led to his piano room. I was just waiting in there looking at pictures of his family and his artwork and his pianos. And, um, you know, he comes in and just shaking like here, here, Bert, I made you this painting, you know, and he was so sweet and just so cool. And he still has that cool voice, you know, like, Hey, Hey, how's it going? You know? <laughs> um, and so he's like, so what do you, what do you got for me? And I'm like, uh, so I go sit down at the piano and I play him a little. You're sitting at Bert Backrack's piano playing yeah. on his him his piano his piano at his house at his house playing him a song okay and he's like okay that's good that's good yeah i like your lyrics um you know it sounds like it's pretty much finished so you don't really need me on that one (laughs) i'm like okay he goes well how about this so then he sits at the piano and starts playing me a melody he's like anything come to mind and i wrote the words like that and he goes okay you're good like we're gonna write together and so then i would just go over there Every few weeks when we would write, you know, he'd play me a song and I'd write it. And he, I guess he said in an interview that I'm the fastest writer he's ever written with. So that was like an honor of a lifetime. Um, Mostly because, you know, my mom was like the whole singer songwriter thing. Like, oh, why don't you get a real job? You know, like <laughs> my older sister, she, she went to Yale and she's a CEO. And oh, um, so I think I've always been like the, the black sheep creative like now i'm a single mom and it's like so when my mom found out i was working with her favorite artist and he even brought me on tour with them in england and i got to bring my mom and dad out to the show and i got to wear you know a tux and a gown and come backstage and meet him 
that was like a real moment where it shifted for my mom. You earned some some street cred, if you will. <laughs> I earned some street cred. Like people my age don't get it. I'll no. even have artists that I work with now like, what's with all the Burt Backrack stuff? Like, why are you? Because it messes up your Spotify. You have this alt song, then a pop song, then it's you and Burt Backrack. I'm like, you don't get it. He's a legend. Yeah, he is. I'm honored to have. It's probably the honor of my career to have worked with him. And so many people my age don't don't get it. So I guess I'm more of an old soul than a lot of people. But he's, you know, he's he's iconic. I mean, he's he's right up there. Would they say that if you were writing with Paul McCartney? No. You, you know what I'm saying? I mean, he, but he's yeah. right there. Yeah. If not, dare I say, even greater. Yeah. I mean, the guy is 93, still sharp as a tack, has a babe wife. She's like 60, you know, college kids. Right. And he's just with it. He is the hardest worker. Like he's still our, our conversations are short because it's always t- right to business. Right. Like send me some lyrics if you got them mm-hmm. or how are you kid? You know, <laughs> um, but he's just, uh, and I introduced him to Daniel Tashin, uh, Casey Musgraves producer. And then they were nominated for a Grammy this year together. Okay. Daniel and Bert. So that was kind of cool. Cause I felt like I, I got to get him back into the, contemporary game sure a little that was cool no that's that's yeah. that's awesome because i mean even though you know i you know i'm talking about elvis costello which yeah. people your age probably go who you know i, I do i only know him from the burt yeah stuff, so. so he he was amazing in the late 70s okay. and early 80s. i mean yeah. go listen to his music he's he's God fat give me strength that or but go House listen to them Go listen to like his "My Aim Is True" album. I mean, he was British power pop, and it was it was Mm. brilliant music. Really, he yeah, he's great, and you should go see him live because he's a really fun. Oh yeah, he's still yeah, he still plays. He's not ninety three. He can still play. (laughs) No, he's probably Elvis is probably seventy. I would guess. So, all right, you're 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 writing stuff. Burt Backrack is an occasional collaborator. Yeah, fair statement. Recently, you played in Tacoma at McMinniman's at yeah. the Spanish Ballroom. Yeah, that was so cool. Which is a venue I still haven't been to. You should go. It's yeah. Fun. So how was that? How was it to get up on stage after, you know, say a year of not being on stage? That's if you such will. a good question. You're asking such good questions that um, I'm not even having to like think, you know, it's huh. just like flowing. So um, to be honest, <laughs> I think out of all the cities I've lived in, I mean, it's sold out. Okay. So it really made me love Washington even more because I it's for real in LA you know you got to bug people to come to shows and I was so surprised that somehow it was sold out and it was magical it was a magical feeling I felt like the swirling energy between the people and me and I and me me did you like the room I loved it yeah yeah really nice you should check it out yeah it's it's on the list it's just just Really good food, too. So you're not familiar with McMinimins then, really? No, but I've been hearing now there's a lot of locations. Yeah, they're out of Portland. And we joke that Oregon's dead to us on the show. But they're an Oregon company. you say Oregon's dead to us? Yeah, Oregon's dead to us because it's all about Washington State. (laughs) Do bleep out Oregon with any other state. Yeah, we we kid. But they take old buildings, old historic, old school buildings, things like that. Because that building was in total disrepair. And they renovate them and turn them into these kind of destination um, events. So there's uh, the Anderson School up in Bothell, which is just out of Seattle, is a great venue you could play at. Ooh, I haven't heard of Yeah, it's they they got this kind of this. It was an old high school. I think it was a high school. Cool. 
And they took it. So it's got a campus. I'm going to write that down. And Is that a McMinimins? It's a McMinimins. And so they have this outdoor, like you, you play outdoors. Wow. And so it's like people are sitting around drinking and eating. And uh, it's, it a, it's a great venue. And they do, you know, they do some great stuff and they have. But what's nice about them is that they seem to be very pro musician, that they they try really hard to find interesting local talent cool, and have them at their venues. And they're so it's like if it's like they are curating the music, if you will. So in other words, somebody might not know who this band is, but yeah. if it's a McMinimins, it's going to be cool. So we'll go. Yeah. So totally, that totally that's so not unlike LA where it's probably in, in a never ending selection of things to go see and exactly. do. We don't have that many. Yeah. Those things are cool actually. Right. I mean, it's, it's, I, yeah, I think it's cool. Traffic's like LA though. So anyway, it sucks. <laughs> where do you, so your inspiration, where do you, so you're writing all these songs really fast for Burt Backrack, you know, he's playing something and why do you think you're, why do you think that lyrics come so quickly to you? I don't want to say easily. I was going to say easily, but mm. quickly. Because that doesn't mean it's easy. It's just quick. Mm. I have no idea. I guess that's that's my thing. Without, that's your thing. Um, just being able to think of songs on the spot very mm-hmm. quickly, which some could argue, well, then do they have depth? I don't know. But um, even when I was little, my dad would say, um, you know, We'd be talking to people and he'd say, give, give her some words. Give her a couple words. He'd say, chickens, heaven. And I'd string together a little song. Okay. So, and I think my brain is just very active. So, I'm always thinking, 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 thinking. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot just always ready. <laughs> okay. As soon as I start writing, I have a lot to say. Or as soon as there's a song, something comes out. You know, so you don't just, suffer from the blank page type thing. Probably the opposite. Okay. <laughs> so be very. There's always a lot going on in my head <laughs> and subconscious, apparently. Or you know. Okay. How, well, how are you? So walk me through. Um, like I said, uh, there's a, an SM7B over here on a mic stand. I see a, a, a laptop. I see a keyboard over here. And some Play-Doh. Play-Doh. I wasn't going to say anything about the Play-Doh. <laughs> there's some. Really nice looking um, lip gel. That's and um, these are for her daughter, by the way, folks. I am making fun of her because she is making fun of me. Okay, whatever. Glop and goop. Um, Not lip goop. Lip goop. What's your process for writing (laughs) writing a song here? Are you doing it? Are you you writing music right here? Um, putting you on the spot. What's the for this could be all different kinds of things. Often I would say mostly someone will, so I'll do a writing session with someone on Zoom or FaceTime. They'll build a track because it's usually a producer. Send it to me. I'll pop it into Logic, record the the top line vocal, the, the you know, the melody and mm-hmm. the words um, with my SM7 and then bounce them those files. I'll mix it all together. Right. You know, or I can take out my little MIDI keyboard and start my own track. But I'm not an amazing producer, so I try to leave it to them. Okay. You know? So, really, you could grab your gear in five minutes and it'd be in your car. Yeah. I mean, it's that simple nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of cool when you think about it. But I am itching to, like, you know, get back to Nashville and L.A. and get get in the rooms with people again. It's been Mm -hmm. so long, so I'm excited for that when it it happens. Okay. Is Is that in the plans? 
I have like my publishing deal has a little travel budget. Um, I was getting like a really great, I was getting a lot of radio royalties and then the pandemic hit really hard. Mm -hmm. So life has changed for me a little. That's why I'm like thinking more locally right now. Um, But yeah, eventually they'll send me to Nashville. You know, why Nashville? That's just where a lot of the great producers are and writers. So when I think of Nashville, I mean, I, I very much just started. Country. Yeah, I think very. And, and I know that's probably not accurate, but that's just my knee jerk reaction. Not anymore. Now it's okay. like we're all the film and TV. Really? A lot of pop people have moved from L.A. to Nashville because it's cheaper. It's it's like a little creative hub. Well, I wouldn't you know? say it's little. Nashville's okay. a yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, compared, compared to, to LA. LA. Compared to L.A. Yeah, it feels little. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Have you been? I've driven through Nashville. Okay. I have never had a meal in Nashville. Oh, you never, should. yeah, it's some hot chicken. Yeah, I've heard I've heard good things about the hot yeah. chicken. So, well, okay. So, food here in Washington. Have you found anything? We always like Ooh. to ask people. So, what's what do you guys do That's for fun? Yeah, what do you guys do for fun and excitement around here? Oh, my favorite thing to do is I pick up my kiddo from school and we go down to Ruston Waterfront. Mm-hmm. I just love it, and we go to Ice Cream Social. Oh, okay, too much. I spend too much money. We eat sweets a lot. That's our thing. And we get ice cream and we walk down and sit on the rocks by the ocean or play in the splash park or, you know, rent one of those little bike things and do the bike or she'll play on the playground. Okay. I just love the waterfront. It's amazing. You can see seals and mountains and paddle boarders and it's just beautiful here. You know, what about you? What's the best food you found? Wow. What's the best food in Tacoma that I don't well, know? Well, I haven't eaten in Tacoma in a while. Well, well so have you t- tried a karma Indian cuisine here? It's so good. I have not. They have a piano and they they let me play it and gave me a free meal. Oh, very cool. Yeah. We'll play for food. Cor- the korma, the chicken korma. Okay. It's like the most authentic. I have not been out to eat in a while. Okay. In Tacoma. A long while. Long, long while. <laughs> but I hold fond memories for Dirty Oscars Annex. What's that? It's on, it's on Sixth Avenue, kind of over by Jazz Bones, where we met that oh, first time. Is it like a diner? Or? No, it's just this kind of bistro. Dirty Oscars. Dirty Oscars. Yeah. Um, Have you been to El Gaucho's? Yeah. That place is cool. Yeah, El Gaucho's is cool. Asado's cool. I, I've looked at Asado. Yeah. Is it like El Gaucho's? Is kind it, of. Yeah. It's, it's like a, El Gaucho's is so surprising. From the outside, it looks so little, and inside, it's like, whoa. Yeah. yeah. No, Asado's kind of cool. Live music there? Uh, not at Asado. Okay. Not that I know of. Um, but the other place that there's this sandwich, uh, it's a convenience store over off of, called MSM Deli. Mm. Nothing to look at. You would drive by it a hundred times and never stop, but their sandwiches are amazing. <laughs> yeah, MSM Deli is is a favorite. And then I'm a big coffee fan. And I'm a big coffee fan too. So where do you go for coffee? It's well, my show. I ask Starbucks. the questions. No, okay, come on. Or I like that's, a- Anthem. You like Anthem? Do you? That's I really do. all I know. Yep. Is there An- any place you recommend? Anthem is great. We um, Probably the time that this episode goes live, we'll have recorded with their, their owner. And <gasps> really? it, well, we've, he, he's he published the episode. Yeah, Anthem's great. That's so cool. Um, let's see. Who else, though? 
I can't believe you're going to meet the owner. It sounds like a celebrity to me. Like I drink their lattes all the time. The guy that owns a coffee shop's a celebrity. Now, yeah. gotta- now welcome to Washington. You are a Washingtonian. If yeah. you think that coffee shop owners are celebrities <laughs> as they should be. I love it. I love it. When are you going to interview the owner of Starbucks? No, um, I had the uh, past president of Starbucks on as a previous what? guest. Yeah. Shut uh, up. Yeah. Howard- Did he give you a gift card? I will. I worked at Starbucks. Can you put me in touch with them? No, no, uh, he, <laughs> Can they sponsor me, please? No, I had uh, Howard. You at Starbucks? I, I did, yeah. Um, oh, my God. But I had Howard Bihar on. He was he was such a great guy. He was, uh, he's the guy that um, launched the Frappuccino. Yeah, that was his. What? One, yeah, he was. Yeah, anyway, there's, I, you have to go listen to that episode. I'm not going to share the story. Okay, I will. <laughs> I actually hit up just the generic Starbucks Instagram like three days ago and said, will you guys sponsor me? Because I choose Starbucks over a lot of other coffee shops and I'm a musician and I drink it like every day. I really did because sometimes they will. Like I've hit up a couple like this chocolate company I love and mm-hmm. they sent me a box of chocolates. Nice. Very so, cool. You know. I, uh, to, to avoid the question about coffee, let's see, um, in Tacoma, Anthem. Really? Okay. Um, there's one on Sixth Avenue. The name escapes me. I can see the, I can see the building. I just don't want to say, I think it's, it's either Bluebeard or Graybeard and I don't want to be wrong, but I guess I'm going to be wrong now that I said it. Okay. Uh, they rose throne. Yeah. There's great coffee in the town. There's great coffee throughout. I mean, yeah. It's hard to find a bad cup of coffee. Yeah. Because you won't be in business. I wonder what the best cup of coffee in Washington is. That would be a good story. That's that's impossible because it's personal preference. But like the one that's bought the most. Well, Starbucks would be bought the most. I mean, let's be fair. Starbucks is going to win that okay, award. That's true. Um, but there's, you know, literally hundreds of coffee roasters throughout the state. They should have a coffee competition. They do. Oh. They have a lot of coffee competitions, yeah. So, mm. but where they're all in the same cup and people uh, taste but them. But yeah, I mean, the logistics of that would be very hard I'd like to get. To be a coffee critic. Well, you can be. I mean, you know, but have pay, a, have a podcast and, and talk about coffee shops. <laughs> yes, that's a great idea. Then maybe they'd give me free coffee. There you go. But then it's hard to be objective if you're talking about brand X today and brand Y tomorrow. Well, they'd all have to give me free coffee okay, well, yeah, to, to keep it democratic yeah, there or to go. keep it yes. socialist. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> to be fair. What's this called? To be fair. All right. So um, <laughs> what else have you, like, do you go to Seattle much? I do now because, um, as I told you, I work as a journalist on the weekends. Mm-hmm. I don't really say where because okay. I like to keep it incognito. Okay. But yeah. So How do you like that gig? I love it. Yeah. I feel like I'm using my brain more than I have in a decade. Okay. Because all I've been doing is writing pop songs. So what? let's talk about that. We, we, we won't say where, but let's talk about what does that look like? What do they make you, not make you, but what what's your job responsibilities? Um, well, remember the whole journalism thing that mm-hmm. I mentioned at the beginning? Well, I never thought that would come back around. Right. But it has. So using that education I got, I was able to get this job. Um, they really took a chance on me. Right. Too. And um, I mean, I'm the weekend girl. So I, I go in at like 5 a.m. and um, read all the stories from the week and then, um, you know, write the news stories, breaking news, what's happening that day. And I tell the news every 30 minutes and then I write up the news stories and I tell the news, write up the news stories and tell the news and write up the news stories and tell the news and it's nonstop. And you like that? I really like it because I have very active brain. So it almost feels like meditation for me because it's like a full day where I'm not in my head. I'm forced to just focus my mind 
Wow. Yeah. Okay. I think I, I thought that I was really happy the way I was living before, which was I'm just a songwriter. I spend a lot of time by myself. I write songs when I can, but I feel a lot better now. Like, you know, using my my mind more for almost less creative things. Okay. To just I just feel more So does that quick I wit I don't know wittedness, but your 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 ability to crank crank out lyrics pretty quickly. Is that helpful when it comes to writing journalism stories that you see you see mm-hmm. something and does that help you, you know, talk about whatever, you know? That's a good point. I'm not sure yet. It's been a real challenge because it's much more uh like it's a lot of organizational skills. So I feel like I'm using this whole other side of my brain that's like really difficult for me, but I feel really driven to do it and get good at it right now. So whereas I would have taken stuff as criticism before I'm now, when people give me feedback, I'm like, okay, they're trying to help me better. What I am noticing is, so I like to talk to strangers and make up songs for strangers. Now I'll be listening into strangers conversations for story ideas, you know, (laughs) so, and then I'll just start talking to them. I did it today uh, at a restaurant a guy was talking to his daughter about some stuff and I thought, whoa, I haven't heard that yet. That's really intriguing. So I just went over and I was like, hey, you know, can I record you telling me that? Can you put me in touch with the blah, 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 you know, and then I'm going to go ahead and pursue it as a story. So it's kind of cool. Okay. So you're up in Seattle on weekends. Yeah. Oh, and the Grand Central Bakery. Oh, yeah. Best sandwich. Yeah. Ever. The turkey Havarti cranberry chutney sandwich. Uh huh. It's like to die for. To die for, huh? <laughs> All right. And oh, I've been finding like Capitol Hill places. Uh-huh. Oh, um, Herb and Bitter. Have you been there? I have not. Best cocktails ever. Okay. Yeah. They're in these tiny cups. So I was a little worried at first. I'm like, are you just trying to take my money for this tiny cup? But it had so much more flavor. And they said it's the ice dilutes everything. And people are just trying to charge you for ice pretty much. So. Yeah, that's true. I mean, you think about frozen water as it melts, it dilutes yeah, everything you're having. Okay. Exactly. Up on the hill, I haven't tried this place yet. I've heard nothing but because I'm a, I like cider. I'm a, Ooh, I'm a cider I love fan. Cider. So, Capital Cider. Ooh. And it's a gluten free restaurant. Oh, nice. My daughter's father can't have gluten. Yeah. What is it called? Capital Cider. Oh, my gosh. That's really. And, and uh, it's cool. the. Everybody that I've talked to has said pretty much the same thing. Oh, why haven't you been there yet? That's kind of the. The, what I've been told by everybody. So I might recommend you, you take a look at that. I'm going to send that to people I know who can't have gluten. That's there you really go. Cool. So you're not at this time, you're not collaborating with any local musicians. Oh, I'm totally open to it. So what are you looking for? Let's put, let's put together your, 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 yeah, your musical like profile. What are you, what are we looking for? Not we, you anything. Oh, come on. You can't, that's I'm, too generic. I'm open to all of it. Uh, uh, Someone who can produce, okay, or is exceptional at an instrument. What? <laughs> or who loves to write songs? <laughs> All right, I gotta tie you down. You gotta somebody who doesn't suck. <laughs> somebody who doesn't suck. Okay, that's that's the like good- someone who actually knows that they're actually pretty good at music, and people have told them that, not just their grandma. Okay. Exceptional instrument. What yeah. what instruments are you looking? What 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 are you drawn towards? What instruments resonate with you? I mean, are you looking for somebody that can rock the triangle, or are we looking for a, are we looking for somebody who's I you mean, know a guitar keys, player? Keys, guitar. Okay. Like I have a basic knowledge of chords and um, song structure. Would okay, be good. And not the triangle, huh? I'm I'm 
willing to. You bring it back. <laughs> yeah, think about it. I guess we could try. I mean, think about it. Angling it. <laughs> we could try angling could, it. Yeah. Uh, but um. <laughs> Because there's a, there's a lot. As long of, as they're in good shape. Oh my gosh! All right, grown. <laughs> and you know they're not involved in any pyramid schemes. Okay, gotcha. Okay, because you know Washington State has this great. Can't be too square. Yeah, there's certainly can't be too square. <laughs> but you know we'll bring it full circle if they can. <laughs> if they can write some good lyrics. <laughs> oh my gosh! Okay. <laughs> People hate me for that. That's awesome. <laughs> so you just hear your brain working. That's the, that's the beautiful part about that. It's so like, oh my god, because you know we have this area has not just recently, but through many, many, many years, prolific. We're good. Yeah, prolific. You know, musicians uh, from Bing Crosby. Yeah, he was born in Tacoma. Yeah, and uh, I haven't been to his house yet, though. Have you? Uh, yeah, I passed it sometime in my yeah. life, I'm sure. Um, and then, you know, and then we're, I'm skipping around, but obviously like, you know, Jimi Hendrix was kind of famous. Oh, yeah. And then, um. You gotta go see his gravesite. His grave Have site. you seen it? Yeah. yeah. Was it yeah. cool? A, have you read his book? No, There's I have his not. book of his journals and he's so poetic. Yeah. Did we talk about that? No, we I didn't. Like he's very deep and like he would talk about how he smoked for anxiety. Mm-hmm. Cigarettes. Like you don't picture Jimi Hendrix having anxiety, but he was very shy. What's what's really interesting? I saw a photograph of Jimi Hendrix the other day in like 1961 or 62, and he was wearing his military uniform, playing guitar uh, with some other military guy while playing keys. And then you know, here he is in a military uniform, and then just a handful of years later, he's this psychedelic, you know, guitar god that was you know wearing you know just the fashion of the day, but he went from this very conservative mm. uniform, little yeah. uniform to this very wild, extravagant. He knew how to play the game. Yeah, he really did. But, you know, and then we've had, you know, bands like the Sonics, the Wailers, you know, little bands called Nirvana, Pearl Jam. Yeah. Things like that. You know, more recent stuff. We've had uh, Death Death Cab for Cutie, yeah. you know, um, Modest Mouse, Macklemore. You know, all this stuff. So this this area is rich with talent. So you should be able to find somebody. But you got to put out more than just you don't suck as a headline. Because that's not going to work. Well, I didn't know what we were aiming for. Obviously, I'd <laughs> love to work with Macklemore or um, Death Cab for Cutie or uh, Brandy Carlisle. Or I know Train. Uh, oh, you do? Pat Monahan. No, I don't know him. Oh, you don't I know, know he lives in the area. far right. away. So it's like, yeah, I don't have their contact. But sure, I'd yeah. love to get in touch. <laughs> Right. I have a blue check on Instagram if any of you guys are listening. So Okay. So you do. So there we go. So that's the, that's the whole thing. And, you know, we're not Los Angeles. We're not Nashville. Yeah. But. We're cooler. We're not. We're At the same time, we're not Los Angeles. We're not Nashville. Which can be. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I like about it, too. Yeah. And people get jealous of me, actually. Like, people I know in Nashville and LA, they're like, oh, you live in Seattle, Washington? That's so cool. I want to live in Washington. Like, it's still so cool here it's cool it is cool so what else about this place has struck you as being cool like you're living you know there's a large rocky object east of you when you think Mount about Rainier? yeah that's the tallest peak in the continental united states wow, it doesn't it? get yeah it doesn't get any taller than that in the u.s wow it, so, you can see it from everywhere 
Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I, mean, I think it's breathtaking here. Of all the places I've lived nature-wise, it uh-huh. is the most beautiful. And the air feels the cleanest. Like, okay. It's such clean, fresh air. Okay. And I like that people are friendly, but also keep to themselves. I've, I've heard that can be the Seattle freeze, but I like it. Like people, since they've lived here, they're so respectful. Like everyone's so respectful of each other's space, but still nice. Okay. You know, I yeah. really like it here. Well, good. I mean, no, it's, it's, it's why we do this show is because I've lived here my entire life. And you like it? I haven't left. Yeah. I mean, I've moved around, but I haven't left the state. Yeah. I, I do like it here. There's, it, what you do know, you like about it? I'm intrigued. Not that I've ever, well, I've done it once. I, I, the idea that you can go from the ocean to the yeah. mountain in, in a day. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm intrigued. Like in Eastern Washington, we've got, you know, desert and rolling fields of wheat. Which and I've lo- never been there. Yeah. It looks completely different than do here. Do you like it? I love it. Is it, do you I, recommend it? I do. I think Eastern Washington where should I go in Eastern Washington? That's cool. Like, if I want to take a weekend trip, is it that hard to get to? Or oh no, uh, you I think would like Walla Walla. Walla Walla. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, Walla Walla is. Um, a friend of mine showed me a T-shirt. Uh, you drink wine, correct? You're, yeah. Oh, you're okay. So the Walla Walla is a really large wine oh. area. There's like 120 wineries in the county. Yeah. And so the T-shirt says Walla Walla is for wine. Napa huh. is for auto parts. <laughs> And Walla Walla's got this great, amazing music scene. Really? Yeah, because all the wineries, not all, but many of the wineries have music on the wow. week. And so there's always really cool music being played. The wineries are serving really good wine. Is there a winery you recommend? No, I'm not a wine drinker. Oh. I'm, I'm not. That just, it does. Not your thing. You like not, cider. I'm a cider fan. Yeah. yeah. Um, cider house rules. <laughs> so. Walla Walla. I recommend you go to Walla Walla okay. for a weekend. I'm gonna go it, check it out. Yeah, I think you would. Uh, I think you would. I think you would really have a good time. Cool. Um, it's completely different than where we are here. Okay. Yeah, it's completely like, different. Like you can go swim in an outdoor pool. Like, is it kind of like California? Yeah. Like Weather-wise, nice. Yeah, it, it'll be. Um, saw our house the other day when it got really super hot over Do here. You live in Walla Walla? No, I live in Wenatchee. You probably should. So. Right, you said that. Um, so when it was like 105 over here, yeah. we were like 115 <gasps> and Walla Walla was a little even hotter. Ooh. So it gets really hot there. But you have AC probably. We have AC. Okay. We didn't. That was rough. Yeah. Miserable. <laughs> so yeah, Walla Walla it will cool. be my recommendation for you. Um, How far would you say that is? Like five hours? Or yeah. Probably about a five hour drive. That's not bad. Yeah. No easy way to get there from here because you got to go across the mountains. Oh, is that dangerous? No, it's not, it's not during the summer. Don't go during the winter. No one goes, really? I will never come over to Western Washington during the, during the winter because I don't want to drive across the passes. Whoa. But summertime, it's easy. You know my favorite place I've ever been like in my life? Where? Leavenworth. Oh, okay. At Christmas time because I'm a Christmas baby. So I brought my daughter there for my birthday. Magical. Like okay. the gingerbread factory. Yeah. The, so we found some abandoned sled and I just pulled her around on it. Cool. You know, the. And Leavenworth's not just for Christmas though. But it feels like it. No, it's summertime. It's amazing. Really? The, the, yeah, no. I don't want to ruin its Christmas magic by going in the summer. You, I don't think you will. Okay. I don't think you will. No, I really don't because it's <laughs> it's a it's because there's all sorts of stuff to do around there. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So a lot more year round. But for you, like if you, what? Um, do you, are you an outdoors person at all? Yeah. Well, I mean, like great great hiking. Okay. Um, okay. There's uh, Lake Wenatchee's up there, which is beautiful. Oh. Um. Lots of places to to eat and drink and, cool. and wander around. And so, yeah, I definitely it's worth, I think, 
year round. October yeah. for Oktoberfest. Oh. You know, if you're, you know, the whole German barbarian, th- Bavarian thing. I wonder if they have music. They, they do. Cool. Oompa bands. Mm. A lot of, uh, a lot of guys in Lederhosen and, you know, weird little hats. Um, cool. Yeah. Hot. <laughs> Sounds hot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you, you would like that. I would encourage you to check out Walla Walla. You also might like Spokane. Okay. And Spokane's kind of a, uh, an interesting uh, bigger city. It's like bigger than Tacoma. Really? So yeah, it's like okay. almost a half a million people in that area, okay. in, the, in the general area. So there's, it's got an up and coming music scene and some really cool restaurants. So you got to send me a list of like cool music places and venues to yeah. check out Tell, in these different cities. Visit our website at explorewashingstate.com. I will. I will. <laughs> Shameless plug. No, um, <laughs> but that's, and then from here, have you gone to Vashon Island? No. So you and your daughter should take the ferry from Point Defiance yeah. over to Vashon, drive around Vashon for a couple hours, go grab ice cream on the island, that type of thing. Ooh, it's a it's a fun Vashon, place. Vashon, V-A-S-H-O-N. V-A-S-H-O-N. Vashon Islands. Mm-hmm. Although I've been reporting on a lot of ferry break breakdowns. It's a little, you know. Well, but the, but have you done, have you guys no. ridden on the ferry? Oh, you got to absolutely. Have. She has with her grandparents, but. Okay, so you should go. Over, they're natives. You know? Right, but so you should, you should do the ferry. You can just walk onto the ferry over in Seattle and seeing Seattle from the water at night coming back into Seattle is absolutely stunning. Really? It's a beautiful city. Really? Yeah, you got to check that out. I like you, you, that. you need to check that out. And uh, since you were playing live, you know, music outside in France and all that, maybe, you know, play live on the ferry and just for fun. Yeah. I mean, seriously. Idea. You know, it's. Why not? So what question haven't I asked you that I should ask you? What what do people need to know about you as it relates to yeah, you? Oh geez. I don't know. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I don't know. Um if you want me to make up a song for your you or someone you love, find me on Instagram at Melody Federer. Okay. Yeah, and you can tell me a little story and if I can make up a song about them to, to brighten their day. All right. I will. Okay. So that's the best way to find you is Melody Federer on Instagram. Yeah, probably. Okay. And the blue check mark. Yeah. And the blue check mark. How'd you get that? Uh, I don't know. The mysterious gods of Instagram. Yeah. It's really weird. Me it's really weird, isn't it? Verified. Do you, are you no. trying to do that? Yeah, we are. And we just keep everywhere we get stonewalled. I have an it's idea for you. Re- it's really interesting. I got an idea for you. Yeah. Cause we think we should have the blue check. Okay. I mean, we do. I think I can help you. Okay. Cool. Do you know somebody? <laughs> Do you know Mark? Maybe. Do you know Mark Zuckerberg? No, but I'll tell you after this. <laughs> tell okay. You. Well, I this was fun for me. So I had coffee. Fun. I had a great time. And favorite so, podcast I've ever done. Oh, come on now. This I'm is serious. It. Oh, all right. Well, thank you. But don't tell the other ones that. And then she'll say this is the first podcast she's ever done. So <laughs> no, I've done a lot this year. Have you? Mm-hmm. So all right. Well, let's do. Let's let me ask you about that. Just just from cur- curiosity, really quick. Okay. How. Ah, we'll skip that one. We'll just cut okay. that out. All right. All right. Anyway, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I love exploring Washington State with you. Awesome. Yeah, you're awesome podcast. <laughs> Thanks. Okay. Join us next time for another episode of the Exploring Washington State podcast.